This is Nerd Talk Ellipse. This week's episode of Nerd Talk Ellipse, where nerd enthusiasts such as us come together with a common goal to geek out and preach nerdism in yesterday's and today's nerd culture. Featuring your hosts, Lane Stein and DJ Ben Hollow. Enthusiasts, and thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Nerd Talk Lips. My name is Lane. And I'm Deej. And as always, we're geeking out weekly with our listeners about our favorite nerd topics. From Marvel and DC, specializing in the CWs, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl. Star Wars, Harry Potter, Pokemon, The Walking Dead, Dragon Ball Z, and everything in between. That's right, folks. And here on our show, we express pride in pop culture nerdism and work hard to bring you trending content from fandoms you love. Reach out to us via email, nerdtalklips at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash Nerdtalkalypse, Twitter at Nerdtalkalypse, or simply write up a review on iTunes. We'd love to hear some listener feedback. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 27 of Nerdtalkalypse. We've got a little, pretty little short episode for you guys today. Yeah, not a whole lot going on. We're going to get into some nerd news. We're going to talk about Fear the Walking Dead's latest episode, which was a great episode. Yeah, it was a really good episode, actually. And a little, just a little bit more about Dragon Ball Super. We're going to try to keep up with that a little bit, keep you guys posted. Yep. Um, they're short episodes, so there's you can never really have too much to say about Super, but... Right. And I guess we're going to get into nerd news. It's time for the latest in nerd news with Nerd Talkalypse. All right, we're going to start off with some DC Universe news here. We've got quite a bit. There's, man, there's been lots of DC news for a long time, I guess, that just... It just shows what DC is just booming right now. Oh, yeah, There's sure. so much happening. <laughs> every every time I get on Facebook, I'm just like, more DCEU rumors. So, obviously, take these with a massive grain of salt, but it, they're worth discussing. Yep. Well, the first one we got here is, expect a Titans movie with Death, Deathstroke as the main antagonist and also Nightwing. 
but no cyborg. Ray Fisher will be in the Flash movie. Which doesn't make much sense. Why would they have a Titans movie without Cyborg? I mean, uh, why would they do any of the shit they do that makes no sense? Yeah, I guess. I'm not really sure. But, you know, hell yeah. I mean, Deathstroke, Deathstroke is coming and nobody knows exactly where he's going to be fit in. But everybody says that it's a... Some people say it's the Justice League movie as his first appearance. Some people say it's the... Bat, you know, and and maybe maybe the maybe that scene that we saw would have been like a post-credit scene. What what comes out first, the new Batman or the next Justice League? A Justice League. Really? It's Wonder Woman, then Justice League, then Batman, and then no, then Flash. Well, I thought I thought Batman movie was going to be sooner than that. I th- I think it's like a ways huh. away. Like it's pretty sure it's Wonder Woman, Justice League, Flash, Aquaman, Batman. Man of Steel 2. God damn, that's so many movies. Then Justice League 2, Justice League 3, Green Lantern Corps, all that shit. Who's Ray Fisher? Ray Fisher's the guy playing Cyborg. Oh, okay. Um, Alright, so Joe Manganel- Manganello, Man- however you say his name, he's, he's, pretty, uh, he's pretty popular. He has been rumored uh, to officially win cast as Deathstroke. Um, Some of those promo pictures we saw were badass. Oh yeah, I think he's gonna do really well. He looks—he mm-hmm. uh, almost looks like Manu Bennett. Like the guy that did it on Arrow was also perfect. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's Manu Bennett. He almost looks just like him. Like, yeah, um, it's pretty crazy. Except this guy has more of the aged, gray-haired Deathstroke look. Like, yeah, because you know, Deathstroke was always a little bit older, maybe older looking at least. Yeah, he always has like white hair in every depiction mm-hmm. we see him in. So except that's cool. for Flat, I mean, except for Arrow. Except for Arrow, yeah. But I I don't care. That guy did a fucking great job. Hell yeah, he did great. I love that Slade Wilson so much. I I was completely... When I watched Arrow for the first time, I never heard of Slade Wilson before. I never heard of Deathstroke. Really? Yeah, so like whenever whenever he was on the island... Like, I'm sure people who were really well endowed with the DC Universe, Mm -hmm. when they they were watching him on the island and they heard him say Slade for the first time... They were like, holy shit. They were like, oh, that's fucking Deathstroke. I had no idea. I just thought this dude's name was Slade. Like, I had no clue. And then later I was like, damn, like... It wasn't right. until you pointed out to me that Wade Wilson and Slade Wilson were, you know what I mean? I was right. like, oh shit, I didn't even notice the uh, the similarities between him and Deadpool. Well, so The next thing is, the Man of Steel sequel is being planned for 2020 release, with the premise having Lex Luthor's Lexos system interact with alien technology and a Kryptonian to form Brainiac. Again with this Lex Luthor... Creating things. Like, creating things. Because as far, from what I know of Brainiac... Like I said, there's many variant variations of things out there, especially in the DC universe. But from what I know of Brainiac, he was created by the Kryptonians. Yes. And now he, he already existed. Like I heard something last night on uh, on another podcast that I listened to, and they were talking about the show Krypton. Yeah. That's been long. We've heard about it many times, but it's written by David S. Goyer, who penned the script for Man of Steel. And this Krypton. It takes place two generations before Man of Steel takes place. Okay, but so it's, long before Superman. Yes, so but it's also it's 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 going to be the same Krypton we saw from the movie, and it takes place in within the DCEU. So things that are happening on this show are 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 supposedly going to be affecting the DCEU. So like it's it's all canon. So ultimately, the show will pretty much lead up to what happened in the beginning of Man of Steel. Yes, and it should look. Pretty similar. Oh, I love the way that planet looked on that movie. Oh, it's beautiful. Absolutely. But a lot of people are also saying that this show might be, like, maybe not in its first season, but, like, somewhere in there we might get the origin of Brainiac technology. Maybe. Like, it could be 
that. Like, they, they could – if they're going to do that with Man of Steel 2, these are all rumors, so I don't even know if that's what Lex Luthor's doing. You know what I mean? It could just be what people are speculating, but that show could be uh, leading into – Right, the future of Man of Steel and all that and all that stuff. So that's pretty cool. Um, so the Justice League plot and a possibly spoiler, spoil, spoiler-filled story has been revealed. Um, there was a DC Extended Universe discussion about whether or not to use Darkseid in Justice League Two, as there may be a conflict with Thanos um, in the Marvel Infinity War flicks, which I uh, I can uh, attest to. I agree to that. Um, for those for those people out there who don't know about like Thanos or um, Dark Side, you know what I mean? Like, yes, the people that are seeing those, these movies that are avid fans right. will totally understand the difference, but like as a, just an average Joe who just goes to see these movies because I can totally understand like, oh, that guy looks like Thanos, you know, maybe there, there could be some, like, let's let's, um They're pretty much the same character in two different universes. Pretty much. It'd be like, it's gonna be like all of those people out there this coming December who think that Rogue One is Star Wars Episode Eight? Right. No matter how many times you tell them Rogue One takes place before A New Hope, nobody's gonna fucking understand. Well, some people won't understand. Yeah, exactly. The average Joe moviegoer is gonna be like, "Yeah, the Star Wars Episode Eight was great, but it, where's Ray?" Like, people are gonna be making the hugest deal about it, just like people did with Deadpool and not knowing that it was not a kids movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just, I don't know. So I, I totally, as much as. As I'm not looking forward to not seeing Darkseid in Justice League 2 and having to wait for Justice League 3, I have faith that they'll come up with a good storyline. I can't wait to see Darkseid on the big screen, though, man. Right. Oh, yeah, and, and Justice League Dark, that's coming, too. That's uh, mm. the live-action movie is coming at the end of that, too. So that's going to be pretty cool. And they just cast it. They casted this for the next... The next one is uh, Aquaman's Black Manta character is described in both appearance and voice with an intimidating presence similar to that of Darth Vader. Just kind of like takes the screen. I get like when he's yeah. there, when he's there, he, he's. I can't remember who the actor is, but he's black, super black, like dark, like right. this table. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie Snipes. Yeah, he's he's a dark guy, but I can't wait. That's gonna be crazy. So the Flash has its rogues led by Captain Cold. He's described as creepy with a sleek mechanical suit, which is odd. But um. Yeah, they're adding. They're throwing all these mechanical suits onto people. Like, yeah, it's pretty weird. But that so the the rumor was last week that the rogues were going to be the uh, villains for the Flash movie, and um, it's going to be Captain Cold and Golden Glider, his sister. Yes, I know they were. I saw something about it too. They were talking about um, how many characters should be in this movie, or like they wanted all the all these rogues in it. I would love to see Mirror Master and no no. Did, did, you know he's coming to the show, right? Mirror, Mirror yeah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if we talked about it or not. It's about time. It's one of his main villains. Yeah, he's going to be in season three. I don't know how big of a role he's going to play. Maybe it might be like the Freak of the Week type deal, but either way, I'm very excited to see him. Yeah, he's an interesting character. Um, So then there's the Batman movie um, with a release date of October 5th. Sorry, that was yours, but um, October 5th, 2018. So that's, That's I guess this movie is coming after, after Aquaman, I think. Um, Black Mask is the main villain who breaks out other baddies out of Arkham. Um, to take out the Batman for the details involve Amanda Waller, Deathstroke, and Deadshot. And hopefully Joker. <laughs> I, I don't want some Joker. I don't want Joker to be a part of... Uh, he, he's been rumored to be in Justice League, briefly. Him and Harley. Mm-hmm. But I'm t- I want to see more. I don't want to see... 
him as part of an ensemble movie. Anymore. The only reason I can understand that they're not going to make him the main villain again, because he has been so many times already. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's been the main villain in some of the Batman movies. But if, 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 if Leto's going to be the Joker, like, we need to see more of him. Like, if... Oh, agreed. Let's, let's like, hypothetically, let's say Ledger never died and Dark Knight Rises came out. You cannot tell me that he would not have been a part of that movie. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we would have seen more Ledger. Like, I mean, yes, I, his, his Joker was legendary, but, like, it, I just, I, I want to see more Leto more than what we've gotten so far. And I I think it, I want to see him against Batfleck because Ben Affleck's been probably the best Batman we're going to get. Yeah, probably. I don't know if we're going to get anyone that's going to be way better. He'll have to, he'll be the last Batman, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and we got the the Green Lantern Corps movie is said to be done in the vein of cheesy sci-fi flicks, and Luke Evans was approached to play Sinestro. It's not known if he has taken the part. He he looks badass as Sinestro. Yes, pretty much just looks just like him. If you guys don't know who Boss Logic is, he's some he's a, he's an artist and he does like um he does a lot of fanfare where he'll uh, he'll take actors and dress them up in the latest rumored attire. Um, he's done it for he's done it for so many things. He does it all the time for a lot of DC characters, even Marvel characters. Um, you can search for him on Twitter, I believe it is, or his, his Instagram. I think he's probably even got like a page on DeviantArt. But uh, the, the, the dude's badass, that's for sure. He's he sure knows what the hell he's doing on Photoshop. <coughs> so let's see here. We got uh, Dwayne Johnson has been in con- constant communication about what they could do to make his film better. The film being Shazam. Um, that's just more making, Shazam stuff. Yeah, yeah, more Shazam stuff. Making making sure that they do it right. Did you see that thing where on I saw on the news that Dwayne Johnson was like arrested because of some steroid type use stuff. That, that's not surprising. He was like selling it or something. Interesting, but I don't know how true that was. I don't know tabloid anything. Yeah, because I ha- you think it'd be way bigger news than that. I just saw an article about it. And yeah, well, yeah, celebrities get into shit all the time. Um, knows? I guess in the the Wonder Woman and Justice League full trailers are supposed to emphasize the overall fun factor for the, of the flicks. So <coughs> these these I take it are on their way. From what this makes it sound like, they're not that we haven't gotten them fully yet, but they're on their way here, and we should get them soon, relatively soon. Um, I imagine somewhere, maybe by the end of the year, we'll get something, or the beginning of the year. I don't know. I I don't have all that much interest in the Wonder Woman movie. It doesn't doesn't look that good to me. You, I mean, I I think it I think it's gonna be good. The trailer was okay. I don't know. I just don't I don't I don't remember ever seeing and hearing anything about her being in the war. It's very. It, it does draw a lot of comparisons to like Captain America. But it, I'm pretty sure it was World War Two that she was in, not World War One. Either way, I just don't. I was was under. I was. Thought I heard that Wonder Woman the first time she went out to to Man's World was now like yeah I don't I don't know well I, from what I had heard in the past too that this movie is going to be uh, set up a lot like Deadpool mm. as far as the way it's telling a story it's telling a story in present day also right her origin so I don't really know plus we don't really know how the um, New Fifty Two took it because that's probably what they're basing a lot of this off of yeah that's true um, whatever they're considering current canon. Who knows? I, I haven't read Wonder Woman's Rebirth yet, if it's even out yet. But I guess we'll have to... Maybe just, I'll take a look at it. It's just like in the tra- trailer, she's just fighting, like, humans. Like, 
Yeah, it is. Me. That is a little weird. She would, they would be nothing to her. Like, it makes no sense. Yes, <laughs> but I mean, she looks like that. She's kicking their asses. Yeah, like, exactly. But I mean, that's the thing. Like, maybe they're just calling her in to just take them all down. Like, whatever. she probably they're probably no threat to her whatsoever. No, she could go blow to blow for Superman into some level. Like, like a Justice League War dude, she is a total hoss. Yeah, yeah. Like she just fucks those parademons up. I love those scene that scene where she meets Superman for the first time. Where he grabs the plane. Oh, yeah. She goes, you're strong. <laughs> and, then, and then they, like, it's kind of like, they almost, like, fall in love. Right away, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, also, talks of the DCEU HBO exclusive shows character names were thrown around. Um, Suicide Squad 2 is likely to release on 2020 or no later than 2021 with a slightly altered roster. Um, it won't be directed by David Ayer. Hmm. Huh. Um, I think that the those HBO exclusive shows were Blue Beetle, fuck yeah, and Lobo. I oh, that can't. Oh yes, <laughs> I know we talked about that briefly last week, but I'm, I think that's what Blue Beetle's really cool too. I like I like him. I like his character. Oh yeah, they're right here. Oh, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, um, and then definitely Lobo. That oh, I know God. we want, I know we mentioned Lobo. I last cannot week. wait to see a Lobo on a live action screen. Oh yeah. Um, so, this is the last one. DCEU's projected slew of films and other projects reach out to all the way to around 2025. We got nine more years of this. It's crazy. I'm going to be... That's podcast security right there. Yeah, I'm going to be like halfway to... I'm going to be almost 40. Who cares? No, so I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, I'm not going to... How old are you? Nerdy. 26. We're nerdy. Yeah, I'm nerdy. I'm nerdy, nerdy too. Nerdy years old. I'm 35 years old. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that, yeah, there are talks of the Booster Gold and Blue Beetle movie, and and maybe a HBO exclusive. So it's pretty cool. I'm sorry I've said it once and I'll say it again. I do not give two shits about a Booster Gold movie. Yeah, I mean, if it was a TV movie, yeah, I could see that, but I don't. I don't know a lot about Booster Gold. He's okay, but he's just a regular dude with a, with future technology, like Batman. Not even Batman would beat the shit out of him. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like <laughs> Batman or uh, Tony Stark. Yeah. Um, so, so this next one's really interesting. Do you want me to read it? It's pretty long. Go ahead. <laughs> so the Green Lantern and Justice League post credit scene um, seemingly had Hal Jordan confirmed, which is cool. Um, it says, with the Green Lantern noticeably absent from Batman v Superman and the Justice League movie, it's speculated that he might make a cameo in Justice League, but, uh, the, in the Justice League cr- post credit scene. Um, Jason Inman from DC's All Access on YouTube... Um, to part in a video answering uh, a fan's question whether or not Green Lantern will be in the Justice League movie. While what they discussed regarding Green Lantern's first first appearing in the DCEU is pure speculation, Inman did whisper in, to the camera, it's going to be Hal Jordan. In the comics, Hal Jordan is a founding member of the Justice League. Inman also goes on to state he thinks Kyle Rayner will be in the Green Lantern Corpse movie. Um... He goes, I do, th- I do th- think we'll see Kyle Rayner in the Green Lantern Corps movie. Um, I don't think he'll be a main character, but I think um, they are going to name check him. I'm pretty certain. I have a feeling they will name check all of the Earth Lanterns in the Green Lantern Corps movie. Regarding yeah. Green Lantern and... Jo- Go ahead. I mean, if they're going to name check Kyle Rayner, he was pretty much the last Earth yeah. Green Lantern, except for the now the rebirth, and it's going to change some things. But uh, I fucking love Kyle Rayner. Hell yeah, Kyle Rayner's probably my favorite one. Oh, he's absolutely my favorite one. 
Uh, so it says, regarding Green Lantern and Justice League movie, Inman stated that he thinks either Green Lantern or the Green Lantern Corps will get mentioned. Inman did note, I do not know what it'll be, and went on to say it could be something like the Green Lantern ring featured in a scene with Steppenwolf. Inman further speculates that something will happen causing the Green Lantern Corps to return to Earth in Justice League um, with Green Lantern Corps featured in Justice League 2 and setting up the DCEU following that. Eamon says he thinks how Jordan and Jon Stewart haven't returned to Earth in a long time, and it's currently thought Zack Snyder may be holding off on using Green Lantern in Justice League because of the failed 2011 Ryan Reynolds movie. However, a couple of Comic-Con, Comic-Cons ago did see Green Lantern Corps movie concept art released, so Green Lantern in Justice League is a definite possibility. The Green Lantern Corps movie is said to be coming in 2020. So pretty much, it's going to negate uh, Ryan Reynolds' movie. is pretty much not going to exist anymore. Pretty much. It's going to be null and void. I mean, I, I figured that it would be null and void when Deadpool came out. Like, yeah. So I, I'm I'm so excited for a Green Lantern movie. I, oh, I, yeah. it's gonna, I Not that I... I didn't hate Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern movie. Nobody... No. Please don't come at us online it wasn't for saying terrible. that. But I didn't hate it. I thought Mark Strong did a great Sinestro. I thought the movie looked oh, great. Yeah. The, the, I mean, it was all CGI, but I thought it looked awesome. So I don't... I agree. I, didn't, I don't shit on too much. I mean, much. it wasn't the best movie, but it wasn't it wasn't as bad as people make it seem out either. Like so, right. <clears throat> well, we got a Black Lightning series in development from Greg Berlanti, Marabrock Akil, and Salim Akil. The Flash and Supergirl executive producer Greg Berlanti is teaming with the game. The game, like the rapper. No, I think there it must be a show. The game Can and it? being Mary Jane creator. Oh, Marabrock Akil and her husband Salim Akil to develop DC superhero Black Lightning for television. Black Lightning's badass. Yeah. Did you see that trailer thing they did? They showed a little bit? Yeah, is it animated? I don't know that. I don't know. The trailer that they show is animated. But yeah, but I, I can't but find any inf- information on whether or not the show is going to be live action or animated. I just think that's the only footage they had of him, so they just put that in. Like, right. He he did appear on something else. Yeah. But So here's a little bit of history. If you don't know who Black Lightning is, he says Black Lightning is a superhero with the ability to generate and control lightning. So kind of like Shazam. Or Thor. Well, he doesn't really control light. Like this, this guy is, is more of lightning. Like Thor right. can call down the lightning. That's Shazam, true. Shazam is just, just a magical lightning. This guy actually is like embodies lightning. That's like, cool. Kind of like well. Static Shock, but yeah, he more he badass. appeared in the Static Shock yeah. series. Okay. Originally, he was a high school principal and Olympic level athlete who became a vigilante to <coughs> take down organized crime and Metropolis suicide slum. Eventually, he would become a member of Batman's team of outsiders for many years. Although he retired briefly to to become Secretary of Education under President Lex Luthor, <laughs> returning to crime fighting, he has also been a member of the Justice League. Who has, or he has two his two daughters operate as superheroes Thunder and Lightning. Black Lightning was created by Tony Isabella and Trevor Von Eden, first appearing in Black Lightning number one, nineteen seventy seven. Um, then it just goes on to talk about all those different uh, universe multiverse appearances and right. So like that, so it's it's pretty cool. I I'm kind of hoping that this is live action, but yeah, he he had an appearance in one of the graphic audios I was listening to. It was the one where Darkseid was there taking over, mm-hmm. and he I mean I feel like I can't remember exactly, but he did some pretty cool shit. The now the only thing I could think is that like I, if the CW takes it on, which I don't know if they will, it hasn't been announced, but I don't think that they have room for anything else. Yeah, unless Legends of Tomorrow is not a permanent show, right? 
Like if it goes only past like season two. CW is going to have to become a superhero only TV show. It's going to have to be called the DCW. Yeah. Like it's just the DCW. Way to look at it. But I I don't know if they if Legends of Tomorrow is a shortened show, then maybe. Yeah, we'll see. They can add it to it, but they have like they already have a full roster. The whole week, a whole week is a, is a superhero show minus Supernatural. Right. Supernatural is on season ten, dude. How long could that show possibly go on for? Like. Fuck if I know. Do people love that show? I've never watched it, but I don't. I just I've watched some of it. It's okay. But and then I think Vampire Diaries. Is, they still have Vampire Diaries and stuff. Gay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so let's see here. The Flash season three will include a lot of Easter eggs in the Flashpoint storyline. So I've speculated. We've speculated that it's not going to be obviously not going to be exactly how the comic book is. But according to this, it says now Flashpoint is happening in the CW series. Fans are left wondering how or exactly how the characters will change and if deceased characters besides Barry's parents will make their return. Um, when asked about the topic, Flash co-runner Todd Helbing um, was extremely cryptic. He said, quote, there are different characters that you will see, some that have passed, all but confirming that um, we will see certain characters re-enter the fold. Helbing added that there are were a lot of Easter eggs, um, Easter egg stuff that's a lot of fun. A canary, maybe? Yeah. That's a black canary. So knowing that there are Easter eggs to the original storyline goes a long way in easing the minds of fans, especially um, when dealing with such a popular comic. The generalization of, generalization of the comment, however, leaves us all wondering what exactly those Easter eggs will be. The five-issue comic series was filled with hints and nods at many, DC's, many of DC's favorite characters, the most notable being the inclusion of Thomas Wayne in the universe that Barry altered. Bruce Wayne was killed along with his mother and uh, father took up the mantle as Batman. His mother was not killed. His mother turned into Joker. Does that say his mom was killed? Yeah, it says Bruce Wayne was killed along with his mother. Oh, yeah. Idiots. <laughs> um, yeah, his yeah his mom becomes the Joker and his father becomes Batman. Um, is there any chance we could get a Thomas Wayne Batman in The Flash Season 3? I guess we'll have to wait and find out. That would be dope. Yeah, but I still feel like, like you said, we might see... They might incorporate it to Oliver's dad. Yeah. Or something. That'd be cool, too. Because like, there hasn't been Batman in the shows yet, so they, that wouldn't make sense to... Yeah. That would still be kind of cool. Like, it would be cool. I'd be, I'd be stoked to see that, but... I don't think we're going to see a gun-slinging Batman chasing after Yo-Yo looking for the Joker. Like... Joker! Joker! <laughs> Lane and I have a serious uh, fan fiction where Batman is from... Sweden? Sweden. You look at her. <laughs> and he says, he says the Joker with a soft J, and it cracks us up when we talk about it. It's so funny. It's, it's stupid, but it's funny. I think it's hilarious. I would love to see it. Just like a little tiny short. Huh. For, um, so we're looking at Marvel news on the fly, because I haven't had much time to uh, set aside for Stan news. Stan Lee says DC movies could use him for cameos. That's interesting. i got to read this. Why would they? I don't know. Stan Lee, the comic book movie cameo king and Marvel legendary big boss, is now saying that the DCEU could also use his iconic face for their upcoming films. Wait, what? Will Lee be delivering mail or hot dogs into the Justice League? What the hell? I don't see why that would be relevant. That is, right. Yeah, that's pretty strange. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, yeah. Alright, so... God, I can't wait till the new Spider-Man. I know Homecoming looks so awesome. We also got to watch Agents of Shield. Yes, I have. I'm making a list currently at my house with all the shows that we need to catch up on. That's fine. 
that's supposed to be. Uh, I don't know who it is. I don't know what that is. Oh well. So let's see here. They got the Ages of Shield has Ghost Rider coming to it, which is cool. Hmm. And they provided a first look of Ghost Rider, which he looks pretty. Uh, whatever iteration of Ghost Rider this is, he looks pretty cool. His yeah. costume looks awesome. Let's see, James uh, I, like Nic- I like Nicholas Ca- Nicholas's Nicholas Cage's. Yeah, I've never Ghost seen Rider. Ghost Rider two. Have you? Mm, the second one, no. I yeah, I've, I've I always wanted to watch it. That is the movie that I'm excited for the most this year, Doctor as far Strange. as superhero movies go. Yeah. Just as much as uh, Fantastic Beasts, but as far as superheroes movies, oh, dude, I cannot wait for Doctor so Strange. So look at this, look at this headline. Uh, Scott Derrickson did Doctor Strange right, according to Stan Lee, which is dope. Not knowing, I don't know much about Doctor Strange, but as long as the movie seems accurate, then great. Yeah. Let's see. There's not, not a whole lot here. Yeah, there's not. There was, DC News has pretty much taken over everything. There's not too much stuff to talk about Marvel-wise. Now, they did announce earlier this week that uh, apparently Captain America is, like, Chris Evans is no longer Captain America in the, in the series. Yeah, I saw something about Chris Evans wanted to be another character. That's weird. Like, he was going to be a different character in the Marvel I'm, I'm looking for that article right now. I saw it earlier this week. And one other interesting thing in uh, the DC Universe news, uh, we, we all know that uh, the stunt double for Supergirl, yes. she did the, the Ninja Warrior Challenge thing, and she beat it. Like, she beat round one or whatever. I don't really watch the show. But following that, Stephen Amell says he wants to do it too. Like, so, not his stunt double, him. Like Stephen Amell's huge. Yeah, I wonder if he could do it. If that's if that's really him doing that freaking the bar thing. Oh what's yeah, it, the what's salmon him? ladder. Yeah, Solomon's ladder or something like that. Salmon ladder. Salmon. Salmon ladder. All right, let's see. Here's that article. It says, after the, after the final conflict between Steve Rogers and Tony Stark and Captain America Civil War, Cap drops his shield to the ground, leaving it in his possession with the Avengers, or his position with the Avengers behind. He may also have left the Captain America identity behind with it. The Russos, um, they are the ones who directed the film, and they're directing Infinity War as well. Um, the Russos are doing press for the upcoming Blu-ray and DVD release of Captain America Civil War and recently spoke to the Huffington Post about the status of his famous moniker. They quoted, I think him dropping that shield is letting go of that identity, um, said Joe. It's him admitting that he that certainly the identity of Captain America was in conflict with the very personal choice that he was making. Rogers broke out, uh, broke out the other former Avengers toward the end of the film and he wasn't wearing his Captain America costume from earlier when he did so. Odds are his costume will change with the Avengers Infinity War and easy guesses for his replacements would be the Winter Soldier gear or be his Winter Soldier gear, gear which itself was reminiscent of Heroic Age Commander uh, Rogue Rogers persona. They could even draw inspiration from his more recent suit in Captain America. I hope Steve they Rogers. transition it, right? I hope that not, not all of a sudden the next Marvel movie is gonna he's not gonna be Captain America and somebody else's like that. Would yeah, be... I don't, I don't know. I, I, it's pretty weird. I, I never, I know that he's not that that Steve Rogers does not stay Captain America for very long. Well, like in Civil War, he dies, and then Winter Soldier takes his mantle. Off. Right. So they, if if he's gonna stop me, they should just fucking killed him. Like they should have. Um, but I found out why they call it the Salmon Ladder. The salmon ladders simulate the nature and act of swimming upstream. In Ninja Warrior, the contestants hold the bar to use their core strength to progress to the next rung, just like a salmon. Because salmon always swim upstream. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. 
I think that is really him doing the same in Leonard. I think he's really just that buff. I swear, to, I swear to God, it was Solomon. I think that's a Mandela effect. Could be. So let's see. I think we're done with Marvel here. We're we're dating back to Red Hulk and Iron Spider were considered for Captain America: Civil War, which is pretty cool. Um, so they, we might get to see Red Hulk later. They wouldn't have brought in Red Hulk without regular Hulk. Yeah, that's true. But all right, well, I guess let's get on with our episode. Just not the news isn't unless we have some other. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's anything. Nothing really coming out. Nothing real worth talking about. But we'll go. We'll go ahead and we're gonna get right into a Fear of the Walking Dead, which was a pretty good episode this week. So listen, good. So we got Fear of the Walking Dead, Season 2, Episode 11, entitled Do Not Disturb. This week's episode opens up on a wedding, which is before the zombie apocalypse, obviously, because they're having a wedding. Right. And The wedding from last week's episode that we talked about. They walked into the room. Right. Um, but uh, it starts off, we don't know, none of the people in this scene, we know them. Yeah. But uh, they're getting married and the bride and groom are dancing and there's a couple uneasy looking people in, throughout this room. It's like they know what's going on, kind of, or they know about the infection because they mention it. But uh, the father comes up to dance with the bride, and the mother was talking to somebody saying they need to leave because the borders are being closed and they want to get back to their states before that happens. Right. She wants to get them, her family, and their guests at the wedding back safely without. Not going to be stuck in Mexico. Like, you know, that's not what they want. Right. But no, so the, the, the mother ends up going up and dancing with the groom. And then the father has a heart attack out of nowhere. Quite a convenient heart attack. But he drops, pretty much drops dead. She tries to give him mouth-to-mouth. And he turns so fast, like, in a ridiculous, like, I've never seen it fast. Like yeah, that. like, he, faster than Shane. Shane. Shane was the fastest I've seen someone turn. He turned to a walker, uh, like, in seconds. But this, this was something, he was, she as while she's still giving him mouth-to-mouth, he turns and bites her face. Like, yes, it was crazy. But uh, the the coordinator, the manager of the hotel, it seemed like the ho- I wrote the hotel coordinator locks the doors, um, and lets the breakout fend for itself. So she lets everybody in the room, in there, and every you know everybody they're in there with the walker, and they're all gonna they're all gonna turn pretty much unless they get out. It's pretty crazy. So it was this, a little brutal. It seemed kind of fucked up. So the story mainly focuses on Alicia, and Travis, and. Carl, new Carl, new Chris, Carl, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it's going. It goes back and forth between them, kind of like last week. I kept going back and forth between Nick and Madison and Strand and Alicia. Now it's going back between Travis and Chris and Alicia. And Alicia and them. Well, and we didn't really. Yeah, Alicia. We pretty. It was pretty much a Justin Alicia episode, pretty along much. with Chris. And, and, and I think that chick's name is Helena. Elena Ophelia. or Helena? Oh, the other woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ophelia wasn't in this episode. No, she again. kept looking for her still, but. Um, so we get, uh, Travis and Chris. Well, they're like walking down the street first off, like down the dirt road. And you could like, if you remember before the season break, his feet were fucked up. Oh yeah. From walking in the hot sand. Yeah. He was, and his feet were all bloodied and disgusting. So he, you could tell it's still bothering him because the way he's walking and he's like tripping a little bit. Yeah. He's a little, um, then they come across a car. <laughs> 
and they're gonna they're gonna you know break into the car and drive for a while and they also come across a tiny little restaurant or a bar something some sort of thing and chris goes in there to get supplies and some walkers arrive and he takes a couple of them out and then he kind of but before that happens um they decide they're gonna break into the car travis breaks the car window well yeah he breaks out the back window and he proceeds to open the car from the outside <laughs> like what like, the fuck like dude? what was like, the point in breaking the window like I know it's just like whatever, like a filming error. Or it's just, just weird. I don't know if any. I don't. I hopefully everybody catches it because I didn't catch it at first. Lane said, "Wait, did you just see that?" And I was like, "Well, no." He goes, "Rewind that." So he straight up breaks the back window and then just opens the door from the outside. Like he didn't reach not, his hand in, didn't unlock anything. He just opens it from the outside. It's <laughs> really weird. I don't. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Is quite the error. A year, a couple, a couple, probably going on nine months ago now, a little over that. Lane and I had watched an episode of Ninja Turtles where there was two Leonardos in the same group. Yeah, and, th- and this is like the original '90s cartoon. Yeah, it was funny. Like they just they just colored two two of them blue instead. Yeah, it was weird. It was hilarious. Um, but yeah, so uh, Chris goes and gets some. St- well, he wasn't initially trying to steal stuff. Yeah. But he saw a couple bottles of water and a big ass can of frijoles, which is beans. Refry. I guess I don't know. I don't know if it, I don't think it was refried beans. It was just beans, possibly. I don't know. But uh, it, but I, as soon as I saw that, there, I'm like, that's somebody's stuff. Cause yeah. There's no way there's just gonna be one big ass can of beans and a couple of bottles of water in a random. I mean, they would have been taken. Right. If everything else was taken, why the fuck was that? And they're like, ah, I don't like beans. But uh, see, see some walkers come in, start coming in the door, and this white guy comes out, like an American. He's very noticeably American. Uh, he like looks at Chris like what the fuck, and then and then the walkers uh, come in. He kills one walker, and then the one walker gets that guy. I don't remember their. I don't know their names. I'd, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. It, but he had him pinned against the wall. But Chris killed it back of the head. He sure did. He he takes him out like a boss. Yeah. Um, and then he runs out of there. He says, "We gotta get out of here right now." And Travis and him take the vehicle and bust the hell out. Like I stole this stuff. I stole it from those guys, and those guys had guns too. Oh yeah. You know, so I mean, uh, they didn't use them or anything, but. So they start they start driving for a while. It's thing. I think it's nighttime. Maybe not. Maybe not. This is daytime still. And Chris is checking the radio. And Travis says there's nothing. There's dead air everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, at this, at almost immediately after that, uh, Chris they, they pull the car over because they they're talking about something like well, he, where before, they're going. Before he notices that Chris notices his dad's feet are hurt. Like he's driving weird. Like yeah, it's hurting his feet. And then I I said, I, I thought he was going to ask him, hey, well, let me drive then. Like. Right. So, but it pretty much happened like that anyway. Yeah. So. This this is the moment Travis takes this moment to teach his son how to drive. He goes, "What a better time! There's no traffic." Yeah, it's just very very true. Um, so then switch back to Alicia. She's marking the number of different walkers walking by her room. In uh, an interesting tally system. Like. Yeah, that's that's for sure. It was definitely weird. I've never seen anybody marking tallies that way. But but whatever. Um, there's obviously some sort of system to it. Maybe she was marking. Maybe she was remembering and then marking the ones that were walking back the same way. I'm not I sure. I don't know. But uh, so she's marking them. I, I, I'm guessing to just to find the right time to leave the room. Um, didn't really. Then it just keeps bouncing back and forth. Every scene is is you know showing what's going on in typical Walking Dead fashion. Um, right. The next scene is Travis and, and Chris. They decide to pull over the and set up a fire in some camp and eat. Well, they run out of gas. So they're forced to pull over and stuff. Oh, that's right. That's right. They did run out of gas. So they pull over, they set up a fire, and they eat some beans. I put down soup. I thought it was soup. No, it was beans. Um, this 
Travis and Chris are discussing uh, what life is like on the mountains and Camp Big Bear, which Lane said he's been to before. Yeah, Camp Big Bear. It's a Big Bear Mountain in California. It's a, it's just a mountain, I guess. Like I've right. gone sledding there. We've gone there. You know, there's cabins. It's just a typical mountain camping areas. And yep, and, tra- and Travis is talking about um, having a house. and They were remembering it. And with like, a vantage point and um, a water well, and they discuss the future as survivors. Yeah, because it's just them now, and... Who knows what the, what's going on? Like, because the way Travis is acting is that they're not going to ever be with the other group again. With, yeah, he's acting. But like he at the same time, he doesn't want to go too far from them. So mm-hmm. like, we'll have to see. But uh, another vehicle shows up, which to me it looked it looked a lot like a like border patrol vehicle. It had it was like a pickup truck with those all the big lights on the top of it. Um, indeed. And then they get out, and it's the people from the restaurant. You know, they come walking down, and they're like, "Hey, we know you're here." And, because we're not gonna kill you over some frijoles or some beans, and he uh, he's like, "Come on out, so we don't accidentally pee on you in the night." Because they're like hiding in the bushes, and he's a, little, he's a little creepy. Yeah, yeah. And then, but uh, Chris was ready to grab that crowbar, and then Travis was like, "No." And then Travis just came out and like uh, made themselves known, and uh, yeah, he's like, "It's me and my son. Don't worry, we're not gonna hurt you." Um, and he said, he says uh, that back at the restaurant, Chris demonstrated some major badassery. Yeah. Which is a pretty cool word. Um, then it switches back to Elisa, um, where she is doing a retarded elevator thing. Her, her elevator stunt seems so retarded and stupid. Yeah, like, the, one, to one side there was a bunch of walkers, and then the other side there was three. So right. So she could have easily got past those three walkers, but she decides to just jump into an elevator shaft and hang on some cables. Like, what the fuck are you going to do after that? But right, unless, unless like... It, had, it progressed the plot. As we saw, yeah. But unless walkers must have walkers must have some immense strength. Yeah, they, yeah, because they they do like they have no limitations. Like, yeah, that's why they say walkers can just dig into your stomach like nothing because they don't resist, they don't hold back ever. Right. Yeah, they do. They, I did read something years and years ago that says that, like our, if our brain didn't have the capacity, to well, you stop could bite it, through your finger like you a could carrot. bite through your finger like a carrot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just with that with that much ease, if you if you couldn't stop yourself, which is crazy because I feel like I can bite my finger really hard. Bite it as hard as you'd bite a carrot, though. I've, I don't, I've never eaten a carrot, so I don't know what that's well, like. You've never eaten a carrot? I've never eaten a carrot. That's interesting. <laughs> so I don't really know. I feel like I can bite my finger really hard, though. I just don't. I can't, but, can't bite well, they say your jaw muscles are strong enough to bite through steel. It's just your teeth that can't. Interesting. Like, your teeth will break before the steel will break. But huh. I your never knew jaw, that. Your jaw has the strength. Like, if you had titanium teeth, you could bite through steel. Like, that's crazy. It seems nuts. Yeah. Like, like certain bo- certain bodily functions limit us from being superhumans. Pretty much. That's crazy. Like if you had like indestructible teeth, you could be fucking bite through brick. <laughs> that seems <laughs> insane, dude. Like, I don't know. I wonder if the Hulk has limitations. I don't know. Probably not. You'd think, though, if he didn't, he'd be much stronger. Yeah. You think he can bite through steel? Yeah, I think so. I wonder what becoming the Hulk turns his teeth in, like how hard it makes his teeth. I don't know. But, I mean, his skin can take bullets, so I'm pretty sure his teeth become quite stronger, too. They, ha- they have to. But, uh... Um, Alicia's retarded her elevator thing, but then she jumps on the cables. I thought she was going to jump down into onto the elevator down there. That's like, what I That's, thought, too. They're just going to fall on top of you, but she grabbed onto the cables, and then the walkers kind of came in at her, but they just fell down. See, which I thought at first she was going to do that, jump on the cables and wait there, let the walkers fall down, and then jump back onto that floor. Yeah. But she started climbing. 
Um, she climbs to the next floor and is saved by a woman um, who is then revealed to be that same hotel manager from the beginning. The one that locked all those people. Yeah, she's room. asking for where... She's like, where is he? Where is he? And Leech is like, where the hell is who? Like, who are you talking about? Because um, she's American and she assumed that they were with... Yeah. She was with them too, but... Uh, so there's back to Travis and Chris at the camp. Uh, and the dudes are trying to get back to San Diego where Travis explains that it's gone all the way to the Continental Divide. Yeah, California's pretty much dead. Told him about because they were out they were out camping or on vacation when all this went down, so they don't right. have any idea. And uh, Travis explained to them how LA got bombed and shit. They were trying to contain it, but which we very well know that that did not contain shit. So, I right. mean, they probably killed a lot of potential walkers though. That's for sure. You know what I mean? Like uh, that was because <laughs> there's millions of people in California. Like, right. And like you said in the middle of this episode, you like to see how China is right now. Oh man, if, billions of people. Just imagine Hong Kong. Just even, dude. Even like fucking New York City. Yeah. Well, Could you imagine LA is more populated than New York City. That's true. That's true. Any but any place. More, but New York's smaller too. Like it's more confined area. Yeah, that that would be scary as fuck. Hell yeah. So let's see. Travis well, and Chris discuss whether or not. No, that's not where it was. Alicia is being interrogated by the hotel manager. Um, like they're in like a room where she has like quite a good setup. There's like food everywhere and oh, yeah. cans and bottles of water. And she thinks that she has her nephew Hector. And Alicia's getting like pissed. She goes, "I don't fucking know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> I don't know these people. I don't know who he is. I don't know." Like, she goes, "I gotta get to my mom. I gotta know." She's like, "I just saw you. I only saw you." And blah blah blah, which is crazy. Like, she's like, "I came here with three people." And like, she goes, "My mom and two friends." And She's trying to get her, and then, like, the lady makes it known that she's, like, whoever holds the keys holds the power here because she knows that place real well, and she can lock. She's the one that's been putting the do not disturb signs on the door. She lures walkers into the room because that's the first thing you see. Alicia picks up the stack of them, and she goes, that's, you're the one doing this. I guess her and Hector would lead them into rooms, lock them in, and then come out. Like, right. They knew the ones with the do not disturb signs had walkers in them, so don't go in there, like, which that's pretty genius. Like, yeah, Absolutely. Uh, as genius as you can be when you're in a hotel yeah. full of walkers. Um, I always thought that as I'm out delivering pizzas at hotels, I'm always like, this might be a good place to come. There's a lot of if you could if you could fend off a hotel. Yeah. Some place like the Clarion Hotel, it's huge. Right. And, I mean, you could have quite a community. Yeah. There's a lot of places to stay, and wouldn't be as you'd have to fend it off pretty hardcore. Right. Plus, maybe not the Clarion Hotel. It's right off the highway. I don't probably know. Probably not a good deal. Somewhere, maybe like a, a Dubois Manor motel. Maybe. Where, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's all, you have to go outside and go to the next room. Yeah, like you know in the uh, in the Walking Dead game, the Telltale one? Yeah. That, the, the, they stayed at a crabby hotel like that. Right. At the very beginning of it, and they had a nice fence out in the front. And yeah. It was they, they held up there for a while. Yeah, I mean, if you have enough people. <laughs> yeah, someone to look out. All right, so Alicia wants help finding her mom, um, Strand, and Ophelia. So she's barg- bargaining with uh, this Helena hotel manager lady, um, saying that she's going to help her do whatever it takes. And then we get back to Travis and Chris. Uh, they're in the t- well, before this, they were talking about the guys were offering to take them with them. Like, you know, we need a group, you know, stay with us so we can get back wherever we're going together. Maybe Travis I'll- obviously looks not interested no they offer him a ride and he's like no but we'll take some gas and like no we can't give you any gas so he's like we'll take you to the next town or wherever it is and because travis wants to just be alone with i don't know if it's that if it's more or less that he doesn't trust those guys if he doesn't trust chris because chris did try to kill fucking what's her face alicia and his her mom 
very, very contrasting. I, I, we all thought that this guy was going to be super badass, kind of like Rick was, but you know, what I mean, Rick would never leave people behind. Like no, Travis but no. He, he would never have gone off on his own with just Carl and, and left everybody behind. He's always trying to get back to the group. He Rick he understands that there's safety Rick. in numbers. This guy is not a Rick at no, all. No, 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 not by any means. Now no, he's trying to hold on to humanity quite tough. Like, yeah. Now I don't know. I don't know who's going to be the emerging character out of this show. Fuck! I don't even. They're, they're, all, they're all separated right now. I don't even. Can't even know. Like, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I. Nobody. Nobody seems very safe at all. But, and and I at first I thought Nick was going to be the breakout star and he was going to be you know the leader of everything. But, I don't know what the hell he's getting himself into. He's a yo-yo for me. He's just up and down, man. I don't. Yeah, I like him one episode and the next I hate him. Yeah. Now Chris, I like Chris. He's got potential. He's 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 That's, pretty ruthless. Yeah, but he's a little too ruthless. Like he reminds me of Shane. A little bit. Like, he'll kill somebody just to do it. Like, when he's... I don't know. It, it's a Chris rough. is a little evil. So... He's adapting to this life a little too well. Yeah. Pretty quickly. But kind of like Carl. Yeah, but not quite like that. Like, I mean, he's Carl... A little bit, he's a little bit, uh... Now, Carl did defiant. kill that one kid. He did kill that kid. Yeah. But I don't know, but this guy... this He's way more defiant than Carl is, like... Yeah, and, he, and this... But, I mean, that took Carl a while to get to that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. He is, he's progressing to that, that fucked up stage real quick. Yeah. Which is crazy to think that, that him as a 17-year-old kid could be more of a sponge than mm-hmm. Carl was at that age. But everybody's different, so. Well, uh, and then that leads to them. They're talking in a tent. In the tent, they all have tents out where they're kind of Travis and them. And then he's like saying, we got to go with them. And then Travis is like, well, I don't know if we can trust them. He goes, oh, you trust the medical supplies, though. He goes, I trust the suppliers, just not the suppliers or whatever. Yeah. And, but I think they come to the conclusion that they kind of have to go with them. They can't just live right there. True. At least until the next town, which is what Travis wants, obviously. Right. Then it's back to uh, Alicia and um, Helena. I think is her name. It's either Elena or Helena. Something. Um, they're luring walkers into the room. She's decided that she can do that. You know, just as good as Hector did. Um, and they're trying to make their way downstairs because Alicia wants to find Strand and Madison. Mm-hmm. Um. So at this point, they they do that. They uh, they do this ingenious maneuver where Alicia lures walkers into a room, and then the uh, Helena from the next room grabs a curtain and hands it over to Alicia. Well, before she does that, she locks the door of the room that uh, Alicia walked into. Yes, and she goes out onto the balcony, and then she goes to the next on the next room over. And, and then they, uh, yeah, she goes to the next room over. So it's a pretty ingenious plan to do it. And then they, they, they make their way downstairs. This is the point where Helena has a return to uh, the walk, Fear the Walking Dead's version of the Red Wedding. Yeah. Um, and she starts talking about all the people that are there and how there are some people that are there from the wedding still and how they hate her for doing what she did. I can't believe some of them made it out of that room. I know. The groom and the... The mother. The mother of the bride. And probably... And a couple other people that we didn't A couple wedding know. guests crazy like that i'd be fucking furious at that lady i, I mean in her perspective she was just trying to contain it but uh, just, i don't know i don't think she did it for evil intent she had her best intentions it was but it was still fucked up like and that 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 uh hotel manager lady said she'd been in that room up in the tower since the beginning of the of the uh thing right, she yeah. was she must have went up there immediately grabbed the food and that was that you know, uh, Helena's, like, kind of scared. Alicia's like, I will not let a walker get you, I promise, or an infected or whatever. The, the That other group of guys actually calls them the wasted. 
Cause the oh, first, I didn't notice that. The first time they saw them, the first time they saw one, they thought it was a dude that was just drunk. That's what like they said, like wasted. Yeah. And he goes, "Yeah, it looks drunk." <laughs> the wasted. That's cool. I like that. I didn't know. I didn't notice that they said. I love hearing different people, like in the Walking Dead comics. We found, you know, that there was walkers, there was lurkers. Um, and then in the show, we got biters. Yeah. Um, and we got a whole bunch of different names. I like biters. Remember Bitergram? Bitergram? Yeah, when Michonne was like cutting off limbs and sending messages to people with the. She does it to Merle. I don't remember that. She like cuts off a bunch of walker limbs and like spells out words. From the comics? No, it was in the show. She like cuts off limbs of walkers and then she's like using the limbs to spell out different words. And Merle comes up and she's like, Would you look at that? A bitergram. I don't remember that. It was that. fucking hilarious, dude. I don't recall that at all. It was during the helicopter crash. Um. Uh, it was in season three. I don't remember. It was all. It was funny. I have zero recollection. Of that. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. I'll see if I can find it. So the dudes are describing a sexual excursion to Chris um, during a their travel to the next town. And the creepy guy and Travis are in the back at the truck, and yes, then Chris is writing bitch. <laughs> yep, they're having their own conversation, but uh, they describe this sexual excursion where I believe they're trying to call this guy out for giving himself head. Something, because they said that you were the only one in there, and there's lipstick on all these places, and yeah, because there was only there was more than it was weird. But then like she ain't getting out of that window, not with that freaking big ass booty she had. And that's not about her booty. I don't. Yeah, it said that she. They described this girl as maybe like a fat chick, and that the window was too small for her to get out of. And he said, "Well, I don't care, man. More cushion for the pushing." That's right. Um, And then in the back, Travis and and this other guy are having the. uh, a conversation where I mean it's it's cool I've always thought about the apocalypse you know it's you know no bills no bullshit or living the end times has made us gods which is an interesting way to look at it but very naive yeah he but I mean to a point it's also this like he's not wrong ish like it's still he's not wrong but it's still naive it's very naive because if they heard if you're the gods why are you so scared of these other things like right you know what I mean if you're the gods the, the only way that it's it's godly is that you're the one who's playing judge jury and executioner against these walkers and other people yeah and he was saying about like this is actually living he goes this is more living than before he goes before you're just a fucking nothing nobody it's primitive like you know what i mean that's yeah. that's like but everybody's equal he, yeah it's at, in one sense that's or what he's describing he's describing the dinosaur times like living like cavemen and but it's i mean that's some people think that the world needs that like i don't maybe that's what this guy's of that kind of mindset that he's just like it's a reset you know what I mean? Like, he kept saying about San Diego. He's like, they'll rebuild. They always do. Yeah, he's like, we always come back. Like, I think as, like, America, he meant, like, we always come back. I mean, yeah, it's, it's quite a mindset. But um, So then they pull, they pull over. They see a house in the distance, like, like a farm. farm yeah. um, they decide to pull over. They're going to take a look at it. Uh, they go up there. It's a beautiful home. Travis wants to stay there and live there. Chris doesn't want to have anything to do with that. Um, they go check out the barn. And they find a whole bunch of chickens. And the, the one goes like, protein, bro. They go in there and they start they start trying to catch these chickens. And they're going to eat them. And then uh, back to the hotel, a group arrives holding Hector hostage. Um, the mother of the bride and the groom, whose name was Oscar, from what I remember from the beginning of the episode. Um, they're pissed at that lady. They have Hector hostage. Yeah, and give they, me the keys and we'll give you Hector or whatever. Right. So there's like a trying to like maybe like a mutinous. Trying to take over the hotel, holder of the keys. Yeah, like, as she said in the beginning, uh, whoever has the keys helps the power. Like, yeah, that's weird. But uh, Travis and Chris encounter the homeowner of the farm, 
And well, before that, Travis realizes there's three graves. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot he, about that scene. He comes into the chicken barn, whatever, and he's like, uh, "Somebody obviously lives here. He lives, there's graves out there." And pretty much right after he says that, this Mexican man walks in with a shotgun. Yeah, but he's trying to get him to do it uh, to stop doing what they're doing. They're trying to bargain with him, but he speaks Spanish. Nobody else does, um, except for Travis. Speaks loose a little bit, yeah. Um, Spanish, and then uh, out, out, out of much struggle and trying to understand each other, uh, Chris. Then... Well, I want to say something before we get to that. Okay. He has the shotgun on them, and they both there's two pistols locked onto the Mexican guy, and one of the guys was holding a chicken, and they like snap its neck, and then that guy, that Mexican guy, shot that guy in the leg with a shotgun. Mm. Oh, that's right. And then that's when it leads to, you know, and we we thought it looked, you know, they had their guns on them, like they looked like they were going to shoot him. Yeah. And then. And then, uh, inevitably, Chris takes his gun out and pops the homeowner. Yeah, it was Chris that did it, and he didn't. He looked like he was enjoyed it a little bit too much. Like, yeah, he 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 did not hesitate, and he he straight up blasts him dead. Travis was not happy with him at all um, when this happened. Like I said, like we said before, Travis was uh he's he's holding on to humanity a little bit too much. Yeah, but I, see, it's it's like very contrasting because he's holding on to humanity too much, but Chris is losing his a little quickly too. Like that's for sure. Yeah, Chris is definitely losing it's it. It's an interesting contrast. But like, right after he shoots the old Mexican man, like it goes back to Alicia and Helena, and now Hector, they're all together. They go down to like some sewer type thing, and they come across the door, but she doesn't have keys anymore. She's like, "Fuck!" And they try hitting it, and like the guy's ramming it, and eventually somebody opens it up. Only, and of course, it's uh, Madison. Yeah. Yep. Was Strand in there? Yeah, I okay. saw him in the background, but she looked hungover though. It was funny. Like your wife was like, she's like, I'm too hungover for this shit. Yeah, <laughs> she did look really fucking hungover. That's for sure. And it was the very next day. So could you yeah. imagine going through that? Whatever they went through, they probably didn't sleep. Wasted. Yeah. And then next day, I, I don't know. I'd rather be drunk than hungover though. That's for sure. But I don't know. I, I, I can't really say much. I've never really truly been hungover. Yeah. I've never been drunk enough to be hungover the next right. day. But I do. I have been drunk and then not drunk in the same night, and it, I get a bad headache. That's a form of hangover. Yeah. Like, um, like, yeah. The last time I was drunk, I I was I sobered up before the night was out, and it was didn't feel too great. But then it goes back to the scene with Travis and them in the barn, and like Travis just kind of looks at Chris and just like looks towards like this, looks down, just shock, like yeah. And then the episode ends. That's it. Yeah, we didn't. We watch it. We stream it, so we don't get previews for next week. So I have no idea what next week holds. I'm assuming we'll get more Nick. Um, I'm I'm curious to see though what if we're gonna get any more of the uh, the two people from the plane ever again. You know what I mean? What plane? The plane crash from Flight 457. Or oh flight? yeah, yeah, yeah. That Asian girl. Yeah, the Asian girl and that other kid that burnt that was burned real bad. What the other kid? The other kid was. Th- died right did he yeah because remember that he was they were on the boat and then he was like getting real sick and she sent him out they sent him on the little life raft and took him behind him but then like a strand came and cut the cord and then she ended up being with that other group that took oh yeah and then so i don't i don't know what happened to that asian girl i wonder if we'll ever see her ever i'm pretty sure that white guy he died i'm pretty positive yeah makes sense yeah i wonder if we'll ever see her again i wonder if the group will ever reunite I don't know. I mean, I hope we see her again. They they had a whole sub story with her in it, like why you know, and just to have her in a couple episodes. Like. Yeah, it's 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 been heavily speculated too that that there's a possibility that we'll see uh, maybe not a true crossover with the regular Walking Dead, but maybe we'll see um, 
what's his name from season one? That Mexican guy that that Rick gave a gun to and said to go off on your own. It's heavily speculated that he might come back into The Walking Dead sometime in his life hmm. in a fear of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Maybe like a crossover or Andrea, Dale, and Amy before they made their way to Atlanta. Do we know? Do we remember exactly where they were from? The West. Somewhere in the West? Yeah. Yeah, but anywhere is west of Atlanta. That's a lot of stuff west of that. Yeah, so. and I mean, it could be – we could maybe just see like Dale's RV. You know what I mean? Something – Right. I don't know if they'll ever do it, but it'd be cool, I guess. Uh, another thing I'd really like to see was the uh, the the short one-ish, one-off comic book, in, including Rick's brother. Yeah. I would like to see something, maybe the guy or the lady that was with <coughs> Jeff Grimes at the time that happened. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, just make the make the world that much bigger for the Walking Dead universe. Because they were in Britain or London or England, some somewhere. Yeah. One of those countries. Yeah, he was he was definitely abroad, but I, I would like to see more of that. I, it was a it was a short little one off, but it was Robert Kirkman said it was 100 percent canon. So so yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, I, I wanna I wanna see more. Give but, me more. But like as we said at the beginning, this was a good ass episode. Like a, a yeah, best one so far is the season two. I really liked it. Season two has been bullshit so far. <laughs> but I mean, we also don't know. We don't know the fate of Daniel. We don't know the fate of that little compound they were at. Right. Um, I feel Daniel's dead because that explosion was quite big, and he was pretty much right in it. Yeah. He's a pretty resourceful guy, though. Yeah, yeah. He was going crazy at the end, though. He was losing his mind. So I don't don't really know. But, uh... Only, dude, like, we got a little over a month before Walking Dead comes back. What are your theories about Ophelia, though? Do you think she'll be... Do you think she'll have killed herself, or...? That is a great question. I don't... I don't know exactly... How would I feel about Ophelia? I don't know where she went to. She, uh, my guess is that she's gone. But maybe not. Usually with that, she's pulling a carol right now. Who knows? Maybe we'll see her as a walker. Maybe we'll see her hanging somewhere. Or I don't know. I could, like, yeah. So many possibilities. She didn't seem like she was too into the idea of surviving. Not anymore. She lost her mom, her dad. It's just her now. She's just kind of like fucking done with it. Yeah. Can't blame her though. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, a little over a month from now, we're going to have Walking Dead. Oh, I cannot wait. We're going to find out who has been Lucille'd. Oh, yeah. And we're going, yes, I cannot wait for that. We'll have Nate and Dylan back on the show. It's going to be a good time. We're going to finish our discussion. Season 7, Episode 1. Heavily speculated to be a two-hour premiere. I'm fuck yeah. <laughs> don't know how true that is. So don't. It's also us. heavily speculated that I'm going to be fucking happy. <laughs> That's a true rumor. That's a trumer. Trumer. A true rumor. It's not the trumer. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk very briefly about what happened in today's last night's episode of Dragon Ball Super. So, buckle in. No, yeah. Alright. We took off the last episode when we saw Black Goku transform into Super Saiyan Rose, which is cool. And Zamasu showed up, that other, that Kai. So, yeah, all that does is leave us with more fucking questions. Who the fuck is Black? Still have questions at the end of this episode, but 
This episode was badass. Fuck yes, it was badass. I have to agree with that. The animation in this episode is what it should be like all the time. This is that was the animation. That's the way it looks. That this uh, episode had great fighting. Fuck yeah! It was just all. It was just good. It could. They, they could have made a movie out of this this summer. Yeah. Absolutely. Like it could have been the next movie. I don't know if they if they're ever gonna do that again. But I'm not sure. But I had heard. Speaking of this, this reminds me. There apparently is something to that Frieza Trunks special that they did. Right. I guess there's they added there's something to it, man. I don't I can't find it anywhere. Hmm. But they did something with it. Like there's there's there, I saw scenes from it where they were like maybe newly animated scenes of Frieza versus Goku from the past. Like yeah, I saw that scene. Goku and Vegeta Frieza fighting. I want to watch that. It was cool. The animation looked great. Yeah, I want to I want to see what that's all about. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we're gonna have to try to look it up. But yeah, this episode, the animation was great. The like the the battling was great. I guess you could say the cinematography was great, but it's, mm-hmm. it's the animation ultimately. But uh, the only problem I still have with Super and the same, but the same problem I had with GT, is just that the intensity seems less. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like when they do blasts like that, like it shakes the planet in it. And this is back when they were just Super Saiyan two or Super Saiyan Super Saiyan three. And now they're super, they're God, and the intensity just has seemed to be diminished. Like it's, it's I don't understand it. Like yeah, it's 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 a little it's a little weird. You know, I've said it. I think I've said it before, but it's like when Goku transforms into Super Saiyan three for the first time, the Earth is shaking apart. But yet he can transform into something that's so far much stronger, and nothing happens at all. He just is. And like, uh, but in this episode they start fighting. Goku is holding his own for the most part against both Zamasu and Goku Black. Very sh- not <laughs> didn't last very long and yeah, but Trunks ended up coming in and defending Goku a little bit and then they were back to back and Trunks went after Zamasu and Goku went after Black again and they pretty much got beat down. They and sure fucking did get beat down. But it, it's it's unbelievable to me how much more powerful Goku Black as Super Saiyan Rose is and the the Kai. Yeah, because Goku fought that Kai as a regular Super Saiyan before and beat his ass. Like, but many years have passed, so he could have... Yeah, I, how, how many years exactly do we I, know? I don't know. He's fucking ridiculously powerful. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah, but we learn that for the next the scene for the next episode, we'll, I think, gives us an idea how. Yeah. But uh, um, they're fighting, and the, like I said again, that animation, like he just looks so cool as Super Saiyan Rose, and Goku looks bad. His hair was... Oh, it was perfect, but Trunks ends up impaling Zamasu with his sword, and it just... It didn't... He just pulled the sword out and healed, like, on the spot. He goes, you can't harm harm this immortal body. You're just like, fucking great. I'm an immor- another immortal guy. Yeah. But, and a god at that. And, uh... Trunks does something that, to me, was badass. Like, I didn't, I, could, didn't, I cannot believe he did it. As soon as he stuck his arms out like that, like Vegeta does against Cell, and he did a final flash... Fucking right, he did a final oh, flash. Oh, he would have made Vegeta proud. Damn straight. See, but that's the thing. Like I said, Vegeta did the final flash in the against Cell, and it, it like came off the side of the planet. Yeah. And it was insane. But here, it it didn't. Like it wasn't. It seemed so less intense. I don't know why they do it. Uh, I don't. I don't really know. I. I mean, you can't even try to think of an excuse for them. Maybe they're just. I don't know. Maybe they're just so powerful that it's just not. You would almost think just stepping on the planet would destroy it at this point. Like, yeah, that's. I don't know, but either way, it was badass. And then uh, Goku was fighting Rose, and 
Goku was noticing some similarities when he also came to fist to fist with Zamasu. Zamasu seemed to have adapted and got a lot more powerful, and Goku notices it. He's like, shit. And it gets to the point to where Zamasu grab like uh, you hear oh yeah dude like Zamasu is looking at Goku and Trunks and you hear this Kame oh yeah dude and then uh, it shows Black Goku doing his pink and black fucking Kamehameha wave thing which looks fucking cool yes it does it's but ridiculous Zamasu like gets him and then choke locks holds them both and then uh, Black just blasts them with that Kamehameha wave and Zamasu is unhurt and ridiculous. Goku and Trunks are just done yep. they're done they took it right to the face and uh Zamasu and Black fly up into the air, so we gotta destroy them now. We're gotta let's end this and uh, they combine a blast, which is cool. Like they both stuck a hand up and like the, both of their blasts were combining into one, which was interesting. There there has to be some similarities, I don't know. But um Vegeta oh no, you see a blast hit that blast and it blows their blast up. And Vegeta also did a final flash, I think, because that was the, the stance that Vegeta had, I, I can only guess. But they go down to they hit they, they drop down to Vegeta and they notice that Goku and Trunks are missing. Right. And it shows that Yajirobe of all people are running away with them, grabbing them, dragging them across the ground, which they have seemingly left Vegeta behind. Which was like, oh well, fuck. And they're like, where's my dad? I was like, what about Vegeta? And he's like, well, I can only carry two of you. <laughs> Which is true. And they're like, quit dragging it. It hurts my butt. Because I can't fly. <laughs> I thought, I suspected that he was going to, that he had some leftover senzu beans. And he was going to give no. him one. And that they were, like, I was so hoping that you were going to be right about Goku and Trunks fusing. Go Trunks. Go. <laughs> Go Kunks. I, do, I mean, I, I don't think that's going to happen. That would have been awesome, though. Yeah, that would be cool. But, but uh, I want to see them fuse together as gods. Yeah. Goku and Vegeta. Super Saiyan God, but Gogeta. Maybe someday. I don't know what they they ha- they're gonna have to do something to beat these guys, man. Because these guys are over well overpowered by them. Like yeah, they're, you they're know, probably they're, the most. I mean, they've got to be more powerful than anything we've even seen. And and you think you think he's more powerful than Omega Shenron? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know, man. Because it's hard to it's hard to judge Omega Shenron's power. Because Omega Shenron was much stronger than two Super Saiyan fours, but we don't know how much stronger. But he wasn't stronger than a Super Saiyan four Gogeta. True. But but and then, but you, then believe, you get into wondering how strong Super Saiyan Four compared to God compared to God is. See, people think Four is stronger, but I disagree. I disagree very strongly. Yeah, I think Four would be weaker than the God. But that's Four not, isn't canon though, so we can't. No, it's not really relevant. I wish it was though, man. Yeah, I dude, hope that they, that's happening. If they do a multiverse thing, then if we could feed a Super Saiyan Four Goku fight and a Super Saiyan God Goku would be pretty dope. That'd be fuck yeah! It would be dope, dude. That would be so fucking cool. But I, like, and in the in the in the, ult, in the ultimate, maybe that's what they're saving it for, man. I don't know. The the, the multi universe tournament tournament. How fucking crazy would that be? I would I, I would be speechless. Baby Vegeta. Well, Baby Vegeta would be dead. Return of Baby Vegeta. Well, it would be Goku Vegeta Super Saiyan Four. Yeah. Imagine like a Gogeta Super Saiyan Four versus a Gogeta Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. Oh man. Woo! <laughs> the universe. The universe would tremble. Dragon Ball porn, dude. Yeah, that would be fucking nuts. But well, that we uh, just to finish this off real quick. We thought they were about to kill Vegeta, but then they these fucking the rebellion, the rebels, however you want to call them, they shot their little smoke grenades in and it made them cough, which seems a little weird. But uh, Mai saves Vegeta, throws him on the back of her bike, 
She grabs a capsule out of Trunks' backpack, or out of his pocket, wherever it was, and throws it to the ground, and the time machine comes out, and she sticks them all in there, and she was seemingly going to go with them. Like, you know, she was sitting in there with them, but she jumps out at the last minute when it closes, and Trunks is like, no, no, you can't. And she goes, well, you're, she's like, you need to survive if this world's going to make it. And they went back in time, and Vegeta, like, was pretty, he's still fucked up. He was out cold. And yeah. Goku's beat up, Trunks is beat up, and like Boma shows up. And then tr- kid Trunks is like, "Dad, Dad, what happened?" And Vegeta, Boma shows up and freaks out, and pretty much. Ugh. And then then they basically are like, "Oh, they'll be back." You know what I mean? They'll fight us in this utopia of ours, and yeah, they're, no, they're gonna have to train, dude. Something, man, because I... and they were watching God Tube. God Tube, dude, that shit was fucking huge. I think about becoming a God Tuber. They were watching the battle between uh, Goku and Hit. During that tournament. That was during present day. Yeah. Present day Zamasu and Gawasu. Yeah, so before the black thing. It's in Goku's timeline right now. And he then they, they see the dragon, the Super Dragon Balls in the background. And Zamasu's like, what are those? He goes, I believe those are the Super Drag- Dragon Balls. He goes, what do they do? And he goes, they can grant any wish. And you see that in the Zamasu's face is just eager. Way too eager for that. Oh, yeah. That, then he goes to, Z- to Zuno's planet. The no, the all knowing guy, the one that Boma went to with. Beard, Weiss, Beers, no, Yaki, Wacko or Yaka. Jacko, Jocko, yeah, Wacko, but Jocko and then uh. He's, tell me everything you know about the Super Dragon Balls. Yep, and it shows in the next episode. It was like him in front of the dragon. Yeah, oh my God. Man. See, but to me, like he doesn't need that to wish for immortality. Maybe they he wishes do that for with any Go- any Black Goku. Something I I don't know what I don't know. I can't wait to see. Like, yeah, that's what sucks that's, about Dragon Ball Z. It's so short. And you, wait a week. you just have so many questions, and then we're going to have the same questions after next week. Yeah. I just can't wait. Yeah, see it's it. definitely fucking crazy. I was just thinking, though, I, I, you have to fill me in, but I, presumably this whole, all of this stuff that we've been seeing so far is happening before the actual end of Dragon Ball Z, right? What? Like, Oob? Presumably. Okay, so this is taking place before the end of actually... Yeah, because Pan was older in that scene, because she was fighting, she was in, the fighting in the tournament. But, see, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to make that not accurate, because Goku was fighting Oob, and Oob was holding his own against Goku. But Goku is so much more powerful now than he was at the end of Dragon Ball Z, so I don't think they. I don't think he knew that they were going to make this when that happened. Right. So I don't know if they're going to... Maybe they're not going to make Oob. Maybe they are. I don't... I mean, we're still a couple years before yeah. away from that. I mean, it'd be cool, though. I want to see Oob again, man. Like, I want to see... He'd have been very vital in that tournament. Yeah. Instead of, like... Yeah, absolutely. Because right, right now, Oob is alive. Yeah. He's alive somewhere in his village because he's older than Pan, and Pan's alive. So he has to be... He has to be there. Yes. I want to see that, man. I don't know, man. Dra- Dragon Ball, the world of Dragon Ball is getting absolutely insane. Aside from the the, the little amount of intensity that it presents, it's this this was amazing. Like I as just far as story it. goes, it's crazy. Yeah, I will agree with you on the, the intensity. Intensity. And that's what makes Dragon Ball Z so awesome. Is like when they power up, you just see the screen shake, and it just looks like things are going down. But then in here, it just seems so. Bland. I don't know how else to say it. Freemur texted me earlier in the week and was like, "Dude, so did you watch Super last night?" And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Where can I watch it?" I was like, yeah, "I gave him the done. I gave him the website." And he's just like, "Dude, Super Saiyan Rose looks fucking insane." Yeah, he said the same thing to me. He's been he's been keeping me posted on how far he's getting. 
He's he's in Super right now. Yeah. Yeah. How, where is he? Uh, as far as I know, he was only a couple episodes in last time, but that was a few days ago. Right. Or maybe yesterday. I don't remember. It's crazy. Definitely yeah. check it out. If you're a Dragon Ball fan, the show is... Like it seems cheesy and cliche or whatever. Like, oh, Super Saiyan Rose, gay. It's not. It's it's really cool. Now, I don't know how far off we are from getting an English dub of this, so we're watching the, the, the uh, subs. I'm but, a little scared, though, because they're 57 episodes in, and Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z seasons were only like 45. Yeah. So are we still in season one? Did they start season two directly after season one? Are I don't they, know. They're going to fucking end it with them when I don't want them to end it? <laughs> I have don't to wait know. nine I mean, months? They, they said how many episodes they were doing? 200 new episodes? Yeah, but... What if they went straight 200? I'd be badass. <laughs> that's a lot of seasons. Like, that's like four seasons. That's nine seasons. Like, nine well, seasons. nine seasons of Dragon Ball Z was about 295 episodes. Yeah, it's like eight seasons. So eight, seven seven seasons. Yeah. Dope, dude. Like, yeah. a whole new fucking era. So far, the storyline's pretty been pretty cohesive, though. I like it. Like it's it. been like, it's been going. You know, everything's pertained to one thing over the other. There hasn't. They haven't really gone out on a complete. And, and it's things I've always wanted to see, like like interuniversal tournament. That's badass. Fuck yeah, it's badass. They're doing a lot of that in the multiverse right now, but the multiverse is more or less all the universe. Are, like, there's the same people everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. the universe that they fought against was a uh, in a. Beers, the Chompa's universe, they were just completely different people. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't the same people that experienced different things. Because in the multiverse, there's a, almost an infinite amount. In this universe, there's only 12 or 11, because I think one of them was destroyed. Right. Well, either way, check it out. Definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah, we got to get we gotta get ended here. But um, the future of Nertocalypse looks bright. Lane and I have a lot of cool ideas what we're going to be doing in the future. Um just keep posted with everything we're doing. I want to thank every single person who has this past two weeks alone started following us on Twitter, um, started giving us some positive feedback. Um, I haven't got we haven't gotten any more iTunes reviews yet, so bring get them in there. I want I want to know um, your thoughts and all that stuff. But we definitely been getting getting some talk on on Twitter, um, lots of views on Facebook. I want to thank uh, Dennis Weibel was the only person who shared our. Um, post to to acquire more likes on the page last week i think he was the only person um there might have been a couple others but you you share if you share our page i will call you out on the show i'll give you a shout out um if that is important to you then then do it share away um spread the word but the future is bright we have a lot of ideas we're gonna um work on to better the show and um stick with us because we got a lot we got a lot of come we got a lot coming The, the the nerdy stuff doesn't seem to be ending. We have until 2025 for DC stuff. DC. So, so I mean, there's nine, we have nine more years of material. Yeah, just at least at least with DC stuff. However long Fear of the Walking Dead, Walking Dead, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, however long all of that stuff goes on for, we will be talking about it. We'll be here you know, as, as, as often as we can. We will do it. may not be 52 episodes a year like we promised because life gets in the way, but we're going to be we're going to do it as long as we can. But until next week. Thank you again. We at Nerdtalkalypse Podcast assume no claim in sounds, references, music, and graphics and are not affiliated or endorsed by any companies involved, such as Disney, Lucasfilm, Marvel, DC Comics, Warner Brothers, Sony, ComicBook.com, or any of their affiliates. Nerdtalkalypse is a non-profit generating podcast made for entertainment purposes. We can be found on social media at Facebook.com slash Nerdtalkalypse and on Twitter at Nerdtalkalypse. You can also email us, Nerdtalkalypse at gmail.com. We really appreciate you listening. Please subscribe to us at any of the following servers. iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, Player FM, and TuneIn Radio. Or also on Facebook every Monday for a live viewing of the show. Please, if you enjoy the show, let us 
us know via email or review on iTunes. If you'd like to be a guest, either in person or via Skype, please send us an email. If there's any subject matter you wish us to discuss, please let us know. We will do all the necessary research to bring you that specific content, either in our next episode or a special of your very own. Thank you again for listening to Nerd Talk Lips Podcast.